All right, this is from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 5. This is the Sermon on the Mount, probably one of the toughest as well as the most important passages in the, in the New Testament in terms of Jesus' core teaching. And it is astounding because it's really difficult. Like, to actually live this is astounding. Uh, Gandhi, apparently, would... Uh, he was astounded by this and and in his experience you know when he was asked you know why wouldn't you become christian he said you know if i actually saw a, a christian who lived it i would become christian and i'd bring everyone with me you know all of his followers you have heard that it was said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth but i say to you do not resist one who is evil but if anyone strikes you on the right cheek turn to him the other also and if anyone would sue you and take your coat let him have your cloak as well. If any, and if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to one who begs from you and do not refuse him who would borrow from you. Right? So it's this radical generosity and this radical non-retaliation. Yeah, so we, we love when God is merciful towards us. We don't necessarily love it when he's merciful towards our enemies. But God is merciful towards all. And this is his heart. This is his nature. And he's revealing that to us. And he's not just revealing himself. He's revealing what we are called to. And particularly about this, you can read this as a meditation because to live this is extremely difficult. But a way we can do it is we can see Jesus in this, this little passage. You've heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And think about this as a description, a prophetic description by Jesus of his own passion. I say to you, do not resist one who is evil. We see that in his passion, don't we? But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. See, he specifically did that. And if anyone would sue you to take your coat, let him have your cloak as well. And he was, he was stripped naked, not just one piece of clothing, but it describes each piece of clothing that was taken off him. He was nailed to the cross naked. That's what they did. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him too. Again, this is what he did. But this reveals not just the externals, this reveals the internal. How did Jesus do what he did? How did he suffer like that and not grow bitter and not enter into rage? Uh, because he gave quicker than they could steal. They were forcing him to go on, the, to carry his cross and go this distance. And he gave it as a gift. He said, oh yeah, I'll do that and I'll do more. They were taking his clothes and he said, oh, I'll take it all. They were hitting him and he said, oh, you know, to offer himself more. He gave himself as an offering. The son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. If people are taking from you and you, you can't like stop that happening, one great way to, to shift my thinking around it is to actually say, oh, do you want, I'll give this to you as a gift. No, 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 so you're not taking it anymore. Here you go. So someone breaks in your house, you know, they're going to take you there, hold you at gunpoint. You know, if we can kind of, well, obviously there's, there's serious injustice there and that needs to be dealt with. And I don't want to downplay that at all. And, and our Lord doesn't want to downplay that and the need for justice and the police and all the rest of it in society. But in order for our hearts to be free and in order to hear what is, what is God like? What is his heart like? If I, if I would be perfect, if I would be perfect, if I want to be like him, what is he like? And he does us the great kindness to reveal to us what he's actually like. He's, to our, to our measure, he's kind of crazy. Like, how could, how could society live this? Just let everyone off. It's okay, don't worry about it. Like, sounds crazy. But he's calling, this is the call to perfection, brothers and sisters, to live a radical mercy, as radical as he lived. Did Jesus have a good impact on the world? None better. If everyone lived this, would we need the police? Nope. No, we wouldn't. What changes hearts? 
radical love. Jesus again revealed this in the, the, the parable of the prodigal son who does this terrible, terrible crime to his father of taking half of the estate, basically wishing his father was dead and cutting himself off from the family entirely. And the father's response when this son comes back, having just been a fool and wasted his life, wasted all of his, his inheritance, he comes back with nothing and he begs to become a slave in his father's house. And the father, how does he respond? I would be thinking, right lad, trust is earned. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna basically be like a slave. You're gonna have to, I'm gonna have to see that you can do this. I'm gonna see that you have changed. And until I see that, no, there's no chance. That's not what the father did. That's not what Jesus reveals about his heart and his father's heart. The father's response is immediate and total mercy. Immediate and total mercy. He trusts him. He trusts this ridiculously, pathetically weak son of his, who more than likely is, is quite likely to respond in the same way. But he knows that the thing that changes hearts is this radical, radical mercy, radical love. I just want to propose that to you. I'm going to say this, this, is what, this is what we see. This is actually the heart of God in the Old Testament as well. We just don't see him calling us to it. And now we do. And it's kind of terrifying. It terrified Gandhi. He was in awe of it. In his room, apparently, he had the, the Beatitudes written up on the wall. He lived his life by these principles. And these were the principles that him living it and teaching it to others brought about uh, the liberation of India without violence. That was his policy, uh, which is astounding. So what is, what is God calling us to? This radical imitation of him. Yes, first of all, and maybe the first thing we need to work on is our Old Testament stuff. We need to get our justice ready. We need to work on our resentment and our tendency towards anger and revenge and start to just bring that into God's right order of justice. And then on top of that, what does mercy look like? How can we live this more passionately? How can we look at others as the Father looks at them? Can we start to say, Father, help me to see them as you see them and feel about them as you feel about them just as we can hopefully see how he sees us and feel how he feels about us because that's the thing that transforms the heart there you go folks hope that's helpful god bless you